0: Hi, I'm Connie, and this is From Chaos to Peace with Connie, where I explore, sometimes solo and often with a guest, how a few minutes a day can keep the chaos away. And with chaos, I'm talking about the physical, digital, social, financial, mental, emotional and spiritual clutter that can accumulate in our life. Well, hello, my friend, welcome back. the podcast. How are you doing? Thank you so much for allowing me back into your ears. And if this is your very first time here, a very warm welcome to you. I'm so grateful and honored that you are checking out my podcast. This is episode number 136 of the From Chaos to Peace podcast, where a few minutes a day keep the chaos away and where you learn that clutter is so much more than you think. Today's episode is called principles, not rules. And this is a rewind or replay of episode number four. It's another one of my core messages and that's why it deserves to be Pulled up and published again. New listeners most likely don't scroll all the way back and start listening at episode one. I sure don't when I discover a new podcast. Just like episode 132nd was a rewind of episode number three, where I talk about why I say clearing clutter is self love. Principles, not rules, is another very important concept of how I help my clients with clutter and therefore it deserves a rewind or a replay or whatever you want to call it. And I really i'm a little bit of a rebel and so i don't like rules (laughs) and so i know certain um clutter clearing coaches and experts they're having rules how to do certain things and i don't want to ever impose any rules on you we have to deal with enough rules in our daily life already so we definitely don't need more rules around decluttering what i want to offer is principles and principles, because those actually make your decluttering journey easier. And I reduced it to three. Of course, there could be way more principles and way more tips and way more techniques. And there are. But if you actually, when you're starting or if you're really trying to get into a habit of becoming clutter free, when you just follow these three principles, you're off to such a good start. So that's why principles, not rules. And this is why I wanted to republish this episode. So you may probably hear a difference between how I talk now after two and a half years of podcasting compared to back then episode number four, which was in uh, February or March 2020. We lived in a completely different world back then too. But anyways, the information is really valuable and you're even doing a little bit of a decluttering session with me during or while you're listening to the podcast. So I hope you enjoy Principles, Not Rules. Because I want to talk about my three key principles for decluttering and I want to say right off the bat, These are not rules. I call them principles for a reason because I don't have any rules on how to declutter. But the reason I have principles is to make decluttering easier for you, especially when you are new to decluttering and your decluttering muscle hasn't really been in shape in a long time or never before. So just quickly an overview. So the three key principles are... Principle one, divide your area that you are decluttering into small, manageable chunks. Principle two is start with the least personal area. And principle three, you know that one already, a few minutes a day keeps the chaos away. Because taking five minutes to declutter daily is way more powerful than a three-hour perch on a weekend. And I talked about this in more detail in episode number one. Now think of these principles holistically, because they work together. By starting with small, manageable chunks in the least personal area, you will actually get traction, spending only a few minutes a day. And gradually, you will transform your space, and you build your decluttering muscle at the same time, which increases the resilience needed to tackle more difficult areas. Best-selling author John Maxwell said it this way, the secret to your success is found in your daily routines. And so if you every day declutter a little bit, a few minutes a day keeps the chaos away, then you create this daily routine and it will end up in success. Because if you don't change your daily habits, you will have a chaos again in a few days, weeks or months. And because this cycle is so exhausting, you most likely have a bigger chaos than before. It's really just like yo-yo dieting. But now let's look at these principles a little bit closer. Principle number one, divide your area into small manageable chunks. Many people get overwhelmed just thinking about the decluttering they need to do. But even if they start, to declutter, they often take on too much. They don't manage their energy and then they crush and burn. (laughs) What do I mean by this? Well, they leave the task unfinished and it often looks more chaotic and cluttered than before. Also, if you try to declutter this way, you will feel emotionally and physically depleted. And the little gremlin in your ear, you have him. (laughs) I sure have this little gremlin. Well, he will start telling you, see, you can't do it. You are just not an organized person. Don't even try. And all kinds of other negative self-talk. Accomplishment and a feeling of lightness follow a successful decluttering session. But you, you are feeling disappointed and even more overwhelmed instead. And because the experience was really not a positive one, you're less likely to finish the started project or to start a new one ever again. You give up but that's giving up on yourself. And please don't do that. If you don't bite off more than you can chew, and you can feel good about what you did, you can experience these positive feelings that decluttering really gives us. A feeling of space, lightness, and peace. So divide the areas into small, manageable chunks. Here are some examples of small areas. More small drawer, or a shelf in a closet, or maybe even only half a shelf or a third of a shelf. It can be a small corner in a room. It could be the cabinet underneath a sink. Or it could be even your handbag or your wallet. The trunk of your car could also be an example. But maybe that already is a too big of an area. It depends. <laughs> it's very personal what is a small enough area. So you might have to experiment a little bit with it. But just keep in mind, it should be a small, manageable area. Rather pick one that is too small or that you think is too small than one that is too big. Because remember, you want to have that good experience so that you actually get, get the good, positive feelings afterwards. Okay, let's move to principle number two. Start with the least personal area. So decluttering can be difficult as nearly all our objects carry some form of attachment. There's a very practical side to decluttering in the tools and how-to techniques, but there's also a big emotional component. Many people don't get started because they already know they will have a hard time letting go, especially of items with a strong sentimental attachment. So it's important to remember that you don't have to declutter anything you truly want to keep. I would never ever tell you to let go of anything. The decision is anyways entirely yours. But our approach is about finding the balance between what you keep and what you declutter so that it's ideal for you. By starting with the least personal areas of your home, you will get to practice your decluttering skills and experience success, which will inspire and motivate you to do more. In that way, you will be more emotionally prepared to deal with letting go of your more personal items. So which areas are the least personal? This, of course, is again, very individual. I once helped a client declutter a laundry room and it turned out to be a very personal and emotional area. So only you can answer this question, but typically less personal areas are bathrooms, kitchens, broom closets, under the sink, or the famous sock drawer. And now principle number three, a few minutes a day, keep the chaos away. And this principle is especially important. That's why I have talked about it in my episode number one already in more detail, because most people think they need several hours or a whole day or even a whole weekend or weeks to make a dent in their clutter. But that's like doing a crash diet. It's just not sustainable and only provides you with a short term success. And the easiest way to declutter is to create daily routines that become automatic, like habits you don't even think about. And decluttering becomes a way of life. Most people push back and say, well, I don't really accomplish anything in a few minutes, but think about it. You really don't accomplish anything either if you spend hours and hours decluttering and after a few weeks or months, the clutter just creeps back in. So how about you try my approach for a change? We can put this all together now because only action will get you decluttered, not just listening to me. And if you're not driving right now or on the go in any other way, you go take a piece of paper and a pen and quickly write down three to five small areas in your home or office that are cluttered. Go ahead, get the paper and pen. I wait. You can also pause this podcast and go get the paper and pen. Okay, got it? Now look at these three to five areas that you wrote down and decide which one is the least personal to you. If you're not sure, just pick the one that you think is the least personal. And now let's get over there and do some decluttering for five minutes. Right now, yes, you can do it. And I'm coming with you, if you let me. Okay, here we are at your small and not personal area. Let's start, but don't just pull everything out. Just cherry pick right now for what you can see that doesn't belong here or is garbage or recycling and needs to be thrown away. Make sure you make separate piles. One pile for the things that don't belong here and another pile for the things that are garbage or recycling. Let's just do this for three minutes while we have some uplifting music. You can make decluttering fun and enjoyable. It's taking care of yourself, remember. I said in episode three that decluttering is self-love. So right now you're doing something for you. Something that will have a long-term benefit for you and your well-being. Hello, how are you doing so far? Can you identify and cherry pick items that don't belong here or need to be thrown away or recycled? Just keep going, you're doing good. Don't forget to hum along with the music. Don't you feel it's uplifting? Make sure the task feels easy and light. Just pick anything out of there that that needs thinking or considering what to do with it. Only take things that definitely don't belong in this area or are definitely garbage or recycling. You are doing so good. Keep going. Light and easy. Hello! Are you having a dance party just like me? (laughs) I have so much fun. This music is so uplifting. I hope you have fun too. Decluttering should be light and easy, especially in the beginning when you're training your decluttering muscle. You're doing really good. Keep going! remember don't pick anything out of there that you have to think about or consider whether or not you want to let it go just pick only the obvious things and just a few more um, moments longer and then we're gonna wrap up keep going you're doing great Okay, now let's wrap this up. We take the items that you have on a pile for garbage and recycling and toss them into the right bins. Next, you take the other items that didn't belong into this area that you have on another pile and we start putting them where they belong. Et voila, as the French would say, we are done and you just did your very first decluttering session. You softly trained your decluttering muscle a little bit without overextending it. And if you did it right, it felt light and easy and you were humming along and maybe even bebopping to the music. (laughs) Keep your list and do another area from this list tomorrow or the next day. And if you want guidance, you can simply re-listen to this episode and let me be part of your decluttering sessions. I would love that. And from now on, you always remember my three key principles for decluttering. Principle number one, Divide your area, you are decluttering into small, manageable chunks. Principle two, start with the least personal area. And principle three, a few minutes a day, keep the chaos away. Okay, my friends, that's what I have for you today. And don't forget to put into action what you just discovered. Identify some more small, less personal areas in your home and office and address them five minutes at a time. My hope and idea is really that you will listen to my podcast while you declutter a small area in your home or office. Remember, a few minutes a day keeps the chaos away. Thank you for joining me on the podcast and listening all the way to the end. Have a beautiful and amazing week, and please subscribe so you never miss an episode. See you next time, and take good care. And if you struggle with clutter in your home office and finances and would like my help with that, contact me. Message me on Instagram or Facebook. My handle is I am Connie Graf or send me an email. You are not broken. You are enough. And you can bring your mess to me and together we'll sort it out. Okay, my friend, that's it for today. Have a beautiful and amazing week. Talk to you next time. Take good care and be safe. If you enjoyed this podcast episode and you want to go on a journey from chaos to peace in your home, office and finances with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to conigraf.com, C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F.com to schedule your own personal clutter-to-clarity chat. And we will see if working together is a great fit. That is conigraf.com. C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F com.